You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Welcome back to The Couplehood Podcast. Today, you are going to hear from Kat and Brad, and their story is part of the Sandbox Spotlight series, where you get to hear from members of my online community, Couples Sandbox. And Couples Sandbox is an online community that is designed to support parents to reclaim the passion and play in their relationship. You are going to notice throughout these conversations that we talk about the four relationship seasons. And if you want to know what relationship season you're in, head over to alisonvilla.com to take the free relationship quiz. Kat and Brad have been together for almost four years. Brad's son is eight years old, and together they have a son who just turned one. So if you are a couple who has lived through a pandemic in the past year, who perhaps has shifted to working remotely this year, or if you've had a baby this year, then you are going to really appreciate Kat and Brad's honesty and the sharing of their journey. They have been Sandbox members for around five months, and it's really neat to see how much they've grown together over this short amount of time. I know you'll really have a lot of insight and gain a lot from hearing their story. Welcome, Kat and Brad. We're so excited to have you here to have this conversation today. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So we're going to dive right in, and I was wondering... Let's start with what relationship season are you in right now? So we actually just retook the quiz. So we are actually in the connected season, which is really exciting because when we started Sandbox, we were in the coping season. So we had some big life events that happened in the last year outside of the obvious pandemic. So yeah, so we're in the connected season, which means that we have a deep love and respect for each other, which is exciting. <laughs> I think <laughs> in terms of like our life right now, Brad is Brad is at home and he's been at home this year with myself and our son, uh, which has been really great. And I think that's definitely helped us get to where we are and to feel more connected for sure. We had a baby last year in April. He's almost a year old. So that's a big milestone that's coming up for us. Yeah, I think it's fortunate that it went the way it did. Being together every day could have been disastrous, but (laughs) it wasn't. It was great. And it really let us connect, I think. Some things that happened to us, I lost my mother at the beginning of last year and Kat was really there for me. And then so a lot of of last year I was spent coping with that. And I think we're both in a much better place now, but I couldn't have done it without her. Oh, that's nice. I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think being a new mom was, was really like challenging to me at first. I'd never really been around babies much and Brad has a son. So he kind of really took the lead with, with our youngest and was so helpful and so supportive. And I, like, I couldn't imagine being at home by myself for the last year. So I'm, I'm really grateful for, for that silver lining for us this past year. 
So usually, Brad, you'd be working out of the house, and because of the pandemic, you were able to work from home? Yeah, yeah, and we had just moved out of the city, and I had started commuting, which was fine. I'd never, I've never, I've lived downtown most of my life, so I never had to commute, and so I started doing that, and it was fine. And then the pandemic hit not long after we moved out of the city, so I was fortunate that we had a, a nice space to be in with a big property, and, and I didn't have to commute anymore. So it's been really great to be able to work from home. And, and that took some kind of, there were some learning curves with that. Me being able to focus with the newborn and everyone in the house was a challenge, but I figured it out eventually and we're good now. And what do you think helped you move through coping and through coasting and now into Connected over this past year? I think like our desire to be happy and be happy together. I'm sure with this past year, like again, there were obvious, some obvious challenges and some personal challenges that we had to go through. But I think just being open to communicating and proactive in our relationship, it really, you know, made sure that we didn't get to those breaking points. I think we talked about things before they became bigger than they should be. And if something was up, if we were feeling a certain way, we just, we just talked about it. Really. And I think having Sandbox to help guide those questions was also really, I think, eye-opening for us because, again, being together every day through the pandemic, what's new, right? There's none of that kind of dinner table talk because we are together all day and we're having the same experiences, right? Whether or not we're perceiving those experiences in a different way, but it gave us the tools to focus elsewhere as well. To have that meaningful conversation when every day can become, it's not, not new anymore, right? Like yeah. when you go to work, things happen and then you come home and you talk about it. And mm -hmm. those new things that because we talk about how important it is to each have individual lives and interests outside yeah. of our relationship, right? And so when everyone is home together under the same roof all the time, having that newness, having extra topics of conversations to bring more meaning into that everyday life, it really helped you. Yeah, definitely. How, what's it like for you to understand your seasons now, to even be able to look back? And I kind of, I could hear your excitement, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we're connected now, right? Yeah. What is that like for you to have language? to being able to look back when you were in coping and see that progression. How does that help you, your couple and your family? I think it's a pretty cool concept. I, I wouldn't have, have even really thought, but it, it makes a lot of sense and it provides uh, a way forward. There's a destination and there's nothing wrong with the season that you're in and you know we can move forward together. And I think also it, it helps you not feel stuck when you have something that that happens that's big in your relationship or small, whatever, whatever is, is happening in that given time. Like Brad said, it helps you see kind of a path and just coping with what's happening right now and providing a guideline to getting on the other side. Coming out of like, we really like to be outside in winter and we're hiking and then there's a season where things are wet and it's, it feels colder and we don't go outside. And now it's that spring's coming. We're outside more again and we're planning for our summer. We're booking campsites and like things we're really looking forward to this summer mm -hmm. and our wedding in yeah. September. <laughs> we're planning for that. Oh my gosh, uh, that's so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it is nice to have those future goals, things to look ahead to, isn't it? And that is part of the connected season is having that clarity on your relationship vision to have things that you're working towards together as a couple. And, Definitely. and enjoying our time when I'm here. Because it's, I, I think things will be different when I do have to go back to work. I won't, I probably won't be going every day, but um, just trying to enjoy being here 
you know, being with the baby and with Kat, just really, really being present for that and enjoying it that for the summer while I'm still here and then worrying about the future later, I guess. <laughs> I, have to go back. I love how you're bringing it back to the present moment, like really being present and intentional with this time, this moment. That's so important. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of distractions right now. I think just particular being on being on our phones all the time because that's our link to the outside world and to other people right now which is really important but making sure that like brad said that we're present in the moment and we're like aware of each other and each other's feelings and moods and what the other person needs as well and again i think learning how to communicate better has really helped that part of our relationship too yeah it's nice to have a toolkit to move forward and there's nothing wrong with our relationship, but having these things we could go through together just is really helpful, I think, because otherwise you're just stabbing in the dark maybe, or you don't know. And like, it's opened our eyes to a lot of things. Yeah. I love how you said that sandbox feels like a toolkit somewhere you can go. That's, you just want to like tweak some things in your relationship or, oh yeah, what are some things we can work on? And, oh, this is a conversation we haven't had. Where will this lead us? I love that word, toolkits. That's a great way to describe it. There's so many things in our world right now that are focused so much on self-care and that's great. And it's self-care is definitely a part of couple sandbox, but I think that care for your couple is also incredibly important. And as Brad mentioned, when we had joined, it wasn't something that we knew we needed or we felt we needed. When I found Sandbox, I thought it was just something different. And it's really been amazing for us to be so proactive in our couple and in our relationship, because I think that piece is missing a lot of the time is we're just going through the motions and and going through life events as they come up. But if we're able to better plan for them and talk about them, then we're better prepared when we do get there. So yeah, and I think that's really helped us get to where we are now. I love what you just said about you've, you found Sandbox, but you didn't realize, oh wow, this is something that we need that's so useful. And now that you are using it, it feels really proactive and you can see being proactive. You know, we talk about this in Sandbox is always so much more helpful to be proactive about something than to be in the breakdown lane and have to react and pick up the pieces, yeah. right? And that's applicable to like any area of, of your life, I think, right? Not just that's applicable to your self-care as well, not just your couple and applicable to your kids. If you have pets, parents, whatever, you know, the case may be, if we're having those conversations and, and looking forward, then we're going to be better equipped for whatever happens when the time comes. Yes. I love that. Okay. So people are probably listening and they're like, I don't get it. What is Sandbox? It's a community. <laughs> it's an online thing. What is it? So in your words, Brad, maybe you can take this one. How would you describe Sandbox? What's your experience of it? What does it look like in your life? Yeah. I think the kind of questionnaires and things that we've gone through is really, for me, one of the best parts of it is just like starting these conversations between each other and figuring things out. And that was the fun, that's been the funnest part, but also then like doing the live chats and like meeting other couples and hearing that they're going through similar things that we're going through. Like we're not, it's not like we're getting to see anyone socially anyway. So, <laughs> these days, so it's been really nice just to, to talk with other couples that are around our age and, and hear what they're going through too. That's been a great part of, of this whole thing as well. Mm. Yeah. And it, and it definitely does feel, I think like a, a community because like Brad said, you know, we're not really able to go out and socialize and, and meet people, whether it's family and friends. So kind of 
hearing about perspectives from other people who are going through things that are similar, whether it's having a baby or death in the family or just a pandemic, being able to look at things through other people's eyes, I think has just been really eye-opening to, to our couple as well. And just to know that there are people in the same place just makes you feel better. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're not alone in what mm. you're experiencing. Definitely. I love that you're naming that because I, there can also, I'm curious, actually, whenever people feel like, oh my gosh, there's live calls, we have to talk. Oh my gosh, I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about that. How did you guys feel initially about that? Were you hesitant? Were you nervous? Were you, how did you feel? I think I like, I'm the one that signed us up and I think that I was, I was excited. I think Brad was maybe like a little bit more hesitant, but I think it, it fit into our schedule fairly well. And there's also the option to watch the calls after, which was really convenient. I think we like being a part of them more so than, than watching them after, which is maybe something that we didn't think that we would. But yeah, I think it's like a lot more engaging that way with other people. And I also like that it was kind of a, like a no pressure situation. If you know, you can just hang out and listen and hear other people's feedback, or you can share your own experiences. For me, like a year and a half ago, I would have been like, there's no way I'm doing a video chat meeting. But <laughs> thank now, you for saying that. I bet you yeah. so many people relate. So thank you for saying that. Now that it's such a part of my life now, like there are hours of hours of the day at work, I'm on video chats and talking to people. And now it just feels a lot more comfortable than it ever had. It's fun now. Whereas a year and a half ago, I wouldn't have been down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really interesting note that so much now has become virtual that it's almost like a skill that you've practiced now just because of the situation of the world. And now you're able to have this type of social community, be feel connected to other people because you have that practice now socializing in this way. I think it's, you know, and lighting is important for me too. So, Okay. Tell me about the lighting. <laughs> I think you just, some people just don't care about the lighting. It's nice to have nice light and my office is in front of windows, so it's not a problem for me. But yes. It's, it's a part of my aesthetic. I'm obsessed with lighting. That's true. <laughs> there's lamps everywhere. I love that. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. There's three lamps in this room alone. Yeah. But it always <laughs> makes things feel warm and inviting and relaxed. I think is a good way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So what are there any daily habits or weekly habits that you've created since your time in Sandbox? I'm just curious. We talked about being grateful to your partner. And I think I'm a lot more conscious of it now when Kat's doing something. She does a lot around the house and like just really looking her in the eye and thanking her. And this food is delicious. Thank you so much for making it and like trying to be genuine about it. And I think that's one of the big takeaways I had. Yeah. And noticing those small things as well. I think when we first did that lesson, we had been going through the questions and we came to that one and we, it took us a while to think of those little things that we do for each other. Brad makes me coffee every morning. I very rarely make my own coffee and that's just like a small, I feel like a small little token or love habit. The daily of, love of appreciation. And I don't think I was noticing those things as much before we gave them a name and, and talked about them. And I think naming things is also an important way to learn to appreciate them and to really be able to feel that kind of genuine gratitude. Brad talked about the fact that he loves lighting and we have a lot of 
a lot of really gorgeous lamps in our home and color changing lights and things like that. And it does make our home feel a lot warmer and a lot more welcoming. Even when we're watching TV at night and we have the ability to change the lights to red if we're watching something scary, it's that kind of small bit that kind of sets the mood of relaxation for the evening when we have our couple time together mm. and we can just enjoy the moment and enjoy the present. Yeah, so I, that's one thing that I really appreciate about you. <laughs> I love that you're noticing the little nuances about each other and how, like like you said, naming them or drawing attention to those as they're happening makes them even more impactful. Definitely. I think for you and for the other person, for your partner. So I think this is a great segue to how we usually end our sandbox calls as we do a, a quick lightning round of what you're grateful for about each other. And I know you each have mentioned a couple things in general, but maybe you can mention something you're grateful for that happened today. Kat uh, ordered us a truck full of wood that arrived this morning and just in time for Hazel's, our kid's nap. <laughs> just in time for the baby's nap. And we both went out and got the wheelbarrow and wheeled it around the house. And I was just really grateful that that cat was, you know, sort of on board to help and get her hands dirty. And like, she always does that kind of thing, but I appreciate it. It would have took me twice as long to do it all by myself. So it was, I really appreciate that you appreciate that you helped with that. Of course. Mm. And I, I was actually going to say something along those lines as well. So we are actually, we're preparing our backyard for our wedding, which is in September. And there is a eyesore of a tent shed situation back there that had just been also collecting junk and brad has been cleaning it out and moving things around putting them into a pile getting ready to go to the dump and it was a really big job there's a lot of stuff back there so the time that i spend kind of with my mom and my bubby with the baby up north he spends cleaning the yard and making sure that we're ready to have a lovely small wedding and beautiful photos and i'm really grateful for that uh, <laughs> and i love to cry again uh, <laughs> tears are welcome uh, i feel that <laughs> thank you brad thank you Al. <laughs> All right, this is a beautiful place to end. I'm so grateful for both of you for sharing your experience and being so open with everybody here. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for all your help. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for all your help. And hopefully this helps other couples find Sandbox and enjoy it and love it just as much as we have. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.